listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7. KSLX. Hope you had a great weekend. We were just talking about this behind the scenes. Gas prices. Oh, no. We haven't thought about those for a while, have we? Uh, yeah, it's been a bit since we've had to think about it. Yeah, but I was coming back. We were in Scottsdale for a little bit yesterday and driving oh, along Indian... Sc- yes, Big that's time, right. everybody. Oh, you, you're not kidding, man. The gas prices are higher there. Of course they are. Yeah. You can afford it if you live in Scottsdale. Thank you, no, Scottsdale. I'll get my petrol <laughs> elsewhere. Thank you very much. The, the one on Indian School, as you approach 101, there's like one of those, you know, it's like the last gas station before you hit 101. Sure. So the price is normally, I suppose, going to be higher because it's, you know, that's that location. But yep. it's over three bucks there. No. And so I was like, no, thank you. I will shop Chandler first. Here's the interest. Yes. <laughs> no, here's that what I be, did. That should be the Chandler Chamber of Commerce slogan. Chandler, <laughs> cheaper gas prices, cheapest gas prices in the East Valley. Here's what I did. I drove to Sacaton to save a few bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's only save two, a few pennies on each gallon. It's only two seventy one in Tucson, so worth the drive. Really. Really, when you think about it, I love that whole concept. Yeah. Oh no, I go the, I go here to save on gas. Well, how far is it? It's eight miles. Yeah. Is that really saving? That's, you know, that's for those are the people that go to Costco. You know what I mean? The if, people that think you get your Costco, gas. If I'm yeah. near Costco and I got the time to wait in the line or something, I'll, I'll do right. that. But to save eight cents a gallon. Sometimes it's not necessarily worth it. But now in my situation, now the difference between that two twenty that we were paying about four months ago yeah. and three oh five or whatever it is now a gallon is ten twelve bucks a tank. Right. You know. What I mean? Yeah, so you got a big tank. Yeah, so. It's, 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 so now I'm, I'm looking at a $100 tank of gas. Think about that, Ford, while you're not going to be selling cars anymore. All you want to do is sell your F-150s. That's all good. I, I Everybody thinking, buys trucks now. It's like, okay, well, just remember, you get 11 miles to the gallon in that Hemi. I think in the, in the Ford Fusion I'm driving, it's I think it's a 15-gallon tank. Right. So I, and I wound up paying $2.94, so I saved $0.08 cents a gallon. Look at you. Which would be... Dollar uh, thirty, I think. Yeah, I, I'm in that thing. I'm in that situation where I, you know, I use my uh, my frequent shopper number. You know what I mean? I go up there, yeah. and I use my frequent shopper number, and when you save ten cents a gallon on a thirty-two gallon tank, yeah, yeah, that's that all right. Up. I'm in. Okay, I saved I saved actually dollar twenty. Dollar twenty, I saved yesterday. Woo! Yes. Woo! I can bankroll that. You can almost buy a Sunday paper for that. Welcome to the Mark and Neanderthal show. Very funny the things we get used to and then get not used to once we're not doing them anymore. Such as? Uh, I had to drive my son's car yesterday, which used to be my car, which I sold to him used for to a... Used to be my car. Yeah. Used to be my car. I sold it to him for a nominal fee a ways back. You sold a car to your kid? Yeah. Son I'm of not, gonna, not just going to give my kid a car. All right. Hey, did your parents give you a car? My first car, yeah. Really? <clears throat> yeah, my first car was a 1981 Subaru GL. All right. My father gave it to me, but right. it needed to be repaired. Yeah, I, you know, so you had to put money into it, which uh, is kind of yeah. like buying a car, right? Uh, he, so he, he was an auto mechanic, so he was forcing me to yeah, exactly. appreciate and what I'm, I was having given to me. And I'm forcing him to appreciate the value of money okay. by having him buy the car. All so, right, then. you know, I gave him a good deal on it, but oh, I haven't sir. driven the car. What's I, it going to take to get you into my old car? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't been in the car for a while. So um, we were all, my, my wife and I and my son were 
were all at the same party on Saturday night because it was a graduation party. He, sure. know, he knows the kids. We know the parents and blah, blah, blah. This was in Chandler. He lives in Scottsdale, and he had to be home that night so he could take care of something yesterday morning. So he had a few drinks, so he Ubered home, and he said, hey, you know, we were planning on getting together Sunday morning. He said, will you drive my car back Sunday morning? You know, Mom will drive your car, and you drive my car. I said, okay, deal. Sure. And so we... I'm not, you that, know what? Kudos to you for letting your wife drive your car. That was my Mother's Day present <clears throat> to her. It's nice because, you're benevolent. Because I didn't want her to go into the other car. Right. No. It's like I stepped into his car. I was like, oh, my God. You didn't have a black light handy by any chance, did you? This car is sick, and it's not getting better. <laughs> it was, you know, back when, when, when he was in high school, I, I did a lot of transporting of, of wrestlers, high school wrestlers, after practice. Hung out with young boys a lot, did you? No, I, my son was a high school wrestler. Oh, okay. And so I would drop him and his, and his buddies off, but uh, the car developed a, well, let's just say a, a pungent odor. A scent. And it never... A dis- must. Despite shampooings, <laughs> it never got out. It's still there. And then there was like the, the weak old half cup of coffee in the cup holder and another cup filled with uh, sunflower seeds. Oh. Like up to the top. What's wrong with your <laughs> like, kid, man? Is he single? <laughs> Shocking. It's like, this is this is bad. It was nasty. Oh, um, boy. Not, not as bad. Like, I had a buddy once. I borrowed a car from him. This was like right after college. And there was like, he had obviously driven over a bump or something or had to stop short and his McDonald's french fries went flying because they were all over the car, jammed in between the console and the very, driver's seat. Nasty. That was a common thing back in the day. My father had an old Chrysler Imperial, big 68 Chrysler Imperial. You know, it was a sign of, it was a land yacht. Yeah. And you know, uh, when you're a kid, you go looking through the car seats for change because your old man keeps the change in the pocket. <laughs> I don't know how many times I went down, you know, looking in between the, che- the, the seats for the change because, you know, you put, you, when you put the seat forward, you know, you used to lean the seat forward, you would see a quarter it would be sitting there and then you're like, oh, right. so there's there's money there. So, you know, the old man's like, okay, well, you're cleaning out the car for me. Why not? Have at it. But I don't know how many times I flipped that seat forward or reached down there and you come up with a fry. Yeah. The French fry is like... A French it, fry or some common, kind of, yeah, yeah, piece of gum or candy or a wrapper. common thing to be found yeah. in a car, French fry. Yeah. Um, nasty stuff. By the way, you notice they never deteriorate? They still look like a French fry. <laughs> looks like this is almost... It's a little yeah. drier than the day you bought it, but yeah. it still looks exactly like a French fry. Not quite as appetizing. No, no, no. When they first come out of the fryer, that's for sure. <laughs> um, anyway, I hope you had a great Mother's Day. We did, you know, we got together Sunday and had a nice day, so. Yeah, my mom's dead. Thanks for bringing it up, Mark. Appreciate Actually, it. in a little bit, you're going to do something of a, a little stirring tribute to your mother, aren't uh, you? I don't know if it was a stirring tribute. I just posted something on uh, on my Facebook page, and it got uh, a huge response, and it was suggested, you know, you need to read this on the air, so I guess I'll do that. Okay, you're going to read your deal? You're going to read your thing that you put on Facebook? Yeah, sure. I, I guess I'll do this. Here's right, the this thing. Is, this is Paul who's going to read something about his mommy. See, here's the thing. Uh, yesterday, Mother's Day, uh, you know, you couldn't you couldn't get on of social media without saying Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day. Like, did you call your mom yesterday? Of course. Of course you did, right? Yeah. Well, my mom's been dead for a couple of years, and, and we were estranged. We didn't speak. We hadn't spoken since, I don't know, somewhere like 1995, 96, and she died of cancer a couple of years ago, and we, we, we didn't speak, and she lived in Florida, and it was just like, and we made fun of my mom all the time because she's out of her mind. She was she was nuts. All right, so you put a tribute up. I put this thing up just just because people have said, well, you should have made amends with her. You guys should have been able to. And by the time I I was ready to make amends with her, she was already in hospice, and I just didn't think it was fair to do that. 
to her. Do you know what I mean? Well, she might have enjoyed that opportunity. Maybe, yeah, really, for on her deathbed, for her son to come back in her life, only for her not to be able to enjoy a time together and stuff. Maybe, right? So I chose, I chose not to. All right. So and I, I so I wrote this you, yesterday. Are you going to play some sappy music? No, I'm not going to play no? sappy okay. music. I just here's the thing. My mother was mentally ill. She was an alcoholic. She was often a nightmare. She also worked her ass off to make a life for me, her only born child. She was only 20 in 1968. She had her whole life ahead of her, but she sacrificed her youth for me. She did whatever it took to make sure I didn't end up a casualty of circumstance. She took in two other boys when she married at 32. You'd think she'd have taken some time for herself now that I was 12 and beginning to be self-sufficient. But no, she continued being a mother. That was the hand she chose to play. She treated them as equals. They were never stepsons. We were her kids. There were no favorites. She made sure we all knew it. And she loved us all the best she was capable of. I won't speak for my brothers. I will say this. My mother taught me to work hard. To never accept what others attempted to label you as. To fight back when you're bullied. To never raise your hand in anger. But to respond with an intensity that ensured you'd never be underestimated ever again. In everything you do. Never let the world dictate your life or happiness. She told me to read always, to learn always, to love always. She was the strongest human being I've ever encountered. She did it all while fighting her own demons. She was my mother, far from perfect. No one is. She would be the first one to tell you that and all that I've shared. She knew who she was, and that was the single most important thing she taught me. You are who you are, for better or worse. Don't make excuses. I am the man that I am because she raised me right. I have always and will always love her. She rests now. My only hope is that she's at finally at peace. Hug your mother today. She's the only one you'll ever have. You will regret words unsaid, issues unresolved, and time lost. You will miss her when she's gone. And that's it. I, I wrote that, and we are up to somewhere around 361 different people that right. have commented and liked on it. 14 different people have shared it. It's a weird sentiment because it seems like I'm sort of eviscerating her for being mentally ill and, and being kind of nuts. But in fact, even through all that, I think she got all the important things right. Right. You know what I mean? No, and that, that's done. a sentiment that I tried to put out there. It's nicely done. And so I somebody suggested I, I, I share that today, yeah. so I did. I disagree with you only on one thing. Which is? And that is she was not an alcoholic. She only drank wine coolers. Yes, you're right. She only drank the bar- <laughs> bottles of James wine coolers. That was that's her my favorite. That was her excuse. It was so awesome. She had the Marlboro hanging from her mouth. Marlboro hanging from her mouth wearing her flip-flops. And right. she'd be like, I'm not an alcoholic. I only drink wine coolers. Right, right. Yes, yes. So, so what if it's 9.45 a.m.? <laughs> it doesn't matter. And this is my third one. Wine coolers for breakfast. Third? You didn't know my mom. <laughs> my that mom, was a slow My day. mom was awesome. That was Mother's Day. She was taking it off. Oh, no, no, it's, no. It's a nice, nice sentiment. Nicely done. Who knew you were so sensitive? It's ah, it's really, no, no you should uh, should value your moms always. You know, I, call, I sent my mom some flowers yesterday. I talked to her Saturday and Sunday this week. Oh, look at you. Yeah, yeah. Now you're big time in me. I was doubling up this weekend. You have now my mom. mom's, my mom is really struggling because my dad is really, you know, he, he has Alzheimer's. Right. And it's okay for him. It's so tough on her, though. That's, right, that's yeah. the ironic part of it. Well, know? the reason why my mom was was mentally ill and an alcoholic was my father was a dick. Mm-hmm. So, and because wine coolers are really, really tasty, yeah, they're really good, especially those wild berry ones. Bartles and James, baby.
That's funny. We were just talking to some folks on the phone and getting some emails and so forth about, uh, you know, you, you did a little tribute there to your mom. It's, it's, it's cool. You know what my mom did a few years ago, which I thought was really cool? My mom's now 86, I think. Not good for you. And uh, she did like a little, like, biography, you know, just for us kids. A it biography was like, of what? Of her. Like, just... Well, just uh, she's very proud of herself, isn't she? Oh, no, man. <laughs> hey, that's my mom. Don't say anything bad. I can, t- I can call your mom a drunk, but yes, don't say so, anything about my mom. Right, of course, yes. Um, but, no, she did, like, just for us kids, she kind of just, you know, wrote down memories. You know, it was like a 20-page okay. Word document or something, just about different jobs she had. And there was a lot of stuff in there I didn't know, which was kind of cool. And uh, it also detailed her dreaded fear of water. Of Mom's swimming. afraid of water? And I've never been great in the water. And I was like, oh, that's probably where it came from. You know, unco- unconscious, unconsciously, subconsciously, whatever, it rubbed off on me. That's a little weird considering you guys grew up in Long Island, New York, which is surrounded by water. We weren't down by the water. We weren't. Oh, you, you didn't no. have that kind of money? We didn't live in the harbor. <laughs> the harbor was the nice part of town. See, here's the difference between Long I mean, we Island. Lived, I, we, I'm, not, I'm not saying we were poor. I'm not, I'm not poor mouthing or anything, but we, you know, there was a much nicer part of town than where I live. See, there's the difference between you and me. In Southie, South Boston, back in the day, they put all the poor Irish down by the water. That was because it was cold and it was raw and it was crap. So we all get thrown in the project. And the now that's the place built. to live. Yes. Now yeah. that's a, they've, they've knocked all those projects down and now they're all like high-rise condos and stuff like that. But that's the difference between the two. You, you, in, in Long Island, that was a nice neighborhood by the water. In South Boston, that was where they put the Poe people. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. <laughs> in, back in my neighborhood, you, you, were really, you were really kicking ass if you had an above-ground pool. I, mean, ah, yeah. I, I knew maybe two people, you know, all, right. all, the, all through growing up who had an above ground pool. No, that was a big deal. And, you know, I kept asking my dad for one. He's like, well, is that a need or is it a want? Right. I don't know. You hear I just want it. You want to hear how crazy my mom was? Uh, I, you know, I first started doing radio back in 1986. 1988, I got a chance. I'm 20 years old. I start, I did an interview with Gene Simmons. My mom thought Gene Simmons and I were buddies. <laughs> she was like, yeah, yeah, you know, well, the 4th of July is coming up. You should call your buddy Gene. Have him come over to the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to happen. Gene would have been like, for a price, I'll be there. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> what are you saying? My appearance fee is $2,500 $2, per half hour. Yeah, that includes okay. transportation and refreshments. Yeah, she was nuts. She, nuts. she that, just thought she was out funny. of her mind. Yeah. That's very funny. So good stuff right there. So uh, if you had a chance to celebrate with your mom yesterday, good. If you didn't, or if you're having problems with your mom or your family, man, make it right. Make it's it right, so, you don't, it's you don't so do difficult, you know. We each have, uh, you know, you and I both... Uh, doesn't matter how you grow up or what right, you think other right. people's all families are screwed up oh yeah and yeah, you yeah. always have those those uh, in, seemingly insurmountable you know uh, obstacles between right. really reaching your your siblings or your parents whatever it might be it's difficult yeah if you want to really see that how your family is just watch the movie parenthood the steve martin mary steenburgen movie it was perfect that covered that covered every screw up that you could possibly have in your family is covered in that movie that was a long time ago yeah, i saw that movie. but i did see it yeah you'll yeah. dig that one out Saturday night, went to a, a graduation party. Okay. Uh, you know, Which you for, hate, by the way. No, actually, I don't mind graduation parties. I hate graduation ceremonies. Oh, okay. Yeah, a totally different thing. And this was, you know, a, a couple we know, their daughter graduated from ASU, so we are at the party. We come home about 11 o'clock. Right. Maybe about 10 to 11, something like that. I flip the TV on because I want to catch Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live, which is usually pretty funny. No, I, I mean, yeah, I uh, yeah, they've been pretty good. Of all the segments on the show, that one's usually pretty funny. Right. So, uh, 
Um, I, I turn that on. I then exit the room to take care of some business. Had to go relieve myself. Nobody needed to know that. I come back into the room, and what does my wife have on television but the CNN special, Harry and Meghan. Oh. And I'm like, babe, you cannot be serious about this. She's like, why? I really, I'm, really want to watch this. I'm like, put back Saturday Night Live because Weekend Update. I, see, I happen to have a very keen sense of when the commercial breaks are going to end and things of like that. Of course, sure. Why not? And I kept telling her to change it back. She does. But the singer's on Saturday Night Live, so we watched that for a second. She flips it back to this thing. And it's like a, it was like a behind the music on Prince Harry. It's like, he was miserable at boarding school. And I'm like, I don't care. This, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I can see, his job is to basically wave and smile, do some yes. charitable work, because he doesn't really have a job. And try to avoid waving with gay hand. And it's, and it's another... You gotta use the whole arm. Don't use the elbow to the hand. That's gay hand. And, <laughs> and it's another country. Yeah, who it's, cares? It's, I don't get it. Everybody's all... Uh, the, the weather... Uh, today's show was giving weather reports for England on Saturday. Like, you're going. Like, <laughs> exactly. like Here's what to wear. You, here's what you should yeah. dress. What you, if you've been... If you've been invited to the royal wedding on Saturday, we would like you to dress uh, corporate appropriately because yeah. it's going... Yeah, I bet it's going to rain. It's My, England. I bet it rains. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, of course, by the time she turned it back, Weekend Update was in progress already. Oh, boy. Which, it just... I don't get it. I really don't I, get it. I don't it. understand what why the fascination we... is. She's... As we said earlier, she's a honey. I like looking at her on TV, but I don't care that she's getting married. Yeah. I don't care who she's marrying. Yeah. I remember when uh, when Princess Di got married, I was at uh, I was in Kitzel's Market. I know exactly where I was because I was annoyed by it as a kid, so nothing has changed as an adult. I show up at Kitzel's Market. It's this little Polish supermarket. They didn't even speak English for the most part. And the woman behind the counter looked like straight out of central casting. You know, 1960s Polish woman with the beehive haircut. Yeah. The whole deal. A and bland she, sweater? Yes. Yes, wearing, exactly. Yes. A bland sweater and yeah. and like like aquamarine polyester slacks. Yeah, not bland. Drab. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and, you know, and she had the big earrings and the whole deal. And she had the black and white, like, 10-inch TV on top of the cigarette case. You know, where they, the rack where they put behind all the cigarettes. The counter, behind yeah. the counter. Connor, yeah. And she's turned around, sitting on her little stool, watching the royal wedding. You can see the train on Diana's dress was longer than the aisle that I was walking through. And all I wanted to do was give her my $1.50 uh, for the for the Polish sausage that I bought and the Pepsi that I bought. Yeah. I just wanted to give it to her. I had to wait like four and a half minutes till they went to commercial. It was the worst. And she's like, no, no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. I'm watching a wedding. I, 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 you know, I didn't know I didn't know what solidarity meant, but they had it written behind the yeah. counter and everything. I just, I just remember when that happened. I'm like, oh, God, why do we care? And we still do. Yep. I do not get it. Here's the uh, here's the headline, and this would be creepy if it happened to you, but the headline's funny. Okay, Awatuki laundry sniffer has families on edge. Oh boy! Somebody called. They've got a serial laundry sniffer. Somebody, uh, has, you know, they've got a video surveillance thing set up in their backyard, their security system, and they caught some guy on on video sniffing the laundry that had been left out in a, in a basket on People, the back porch. Now, why, why, why was the laundry on the back porch? Were you folding your laundry on the back porch? What do you uh, do? I maybe. Mean, I mean, some people have their, you know, in Ahwatukee, some of some of the older homes might have a washer and dryer kind of like on the back patio or something. Outside? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. No occasionally an older home, sometimes in the garage, sometimes in the back. How about that? Yeah. See, we, I mean, you know, 
I will tell you, growing up where, where I grew up, the people would hang their laundry outside all the time. Yeah. They actually had like course, clotheslines. Yeah, the clotheslines yeah. set up in the projects. Yeah. And, and we would run through the sheets as kids, you know, like yes. that. But every once in a while, you get something stolen. Like you wouldn't hang your Bruins jersey out there because someone would steal it. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what I mean? That, never, that would never happen. So the idea that right. anybody is hanging laundry outdoors in 2018 seems weird. Yeah, I think this was just folded and, and, and in a basket. And, you know, in my house, it would have been put in the dresser immediately. Would it? But I'm just very, very thorough when it comes to laundry. But uh, you know Interesting, because I, I hang my stuff up except for if it's towels. If it's towels, I'll just leave them in the dryer. I don't care. Your towels are going to get all wrinkled. Don't care. They're towels. Yeah, towels don't they're just, mean yeah, so they're much. Just, yeah. They're just washing me up. You know, they're drying me off afterwards. Yeah, but your shirts, pants, you want yeah. to get them out of there. Quickly. Yeah, you think but, so, yeah. But, you know, it's weird, though. Uh, it's it's viewed as very strange to sniff the laundry, and yet... Why? When you watch a TV commercial... Right. Isn't that what they do when the laundry's done? Like, that's the... There's that... You know, uh, the, you know, the satisfied look and the downy know. fresh. <laughs> exactly. Here's as the thing: the, as the laundry settles in in slow motion, and yeah, then as you get older, you realize you pick up your chair, your jeans, and you're like, "Can I wear these today? Can I still wear these? Do they stank too much for me not to wear them?" I'm six days in on this pair of jeans. Yeah, like, obviously you can't do it with a t-shirt. A t-shirt, you know from miles away that that's okay. Yeah. It's time to put that in the laundry. Yeah, but the jeans, you're like. Can get another day out of them. They're, they're four days rich. It's a creepy story, but you yeah, know, very, very you, creepy. The guy can't help it if he's susceptible to advertising. It just right, shows exactly. You, you know what? It just shows you the power the of advertising. Power of advertising, right there. It works. Call, call one of our account executives here at KSLX <laughs> if you want to get your message across. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. One hundred point seven KSLX. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.